So where does this wound part come in and what does it have to do with this witch idea? Well, these folks were different. <laughs> they were different and largely women. So being afraid to speak up, being afraid to be different, being afraid to go against the grain, do something different, being afraid to speak your peace, speak your mind, speak out against authority, all of that comes generationally through women in particular, uh, through time, all time, all ages, from mother to daughter to mother to daughter, and on and on and on through women, right? Where we are afraid to speak up, we're afraid to speak out, we're afraid to be different or not do the thing that others told us to do. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And today we are talking about a juicy topic. We are talking about the witch wound. Now, before we get into it, I want to let you know that we have so many amazing resources for you over on our blog at thesistersenchanted.com forward slash blog, where we talk about magic and the meaning of the word witch. And we have so many interviews and, and discussions with community members that I really invite you to go check that out because if you're not totally comfortable with the word, I think that we can put your mind at ease with the resources we have over on the blog. Now for today, The Witch Wound. This is a solo podcast coming at you. So it's gonna be a little bit shorter, probably, who knows how long I'll talk for, but I wanna talk about this big important topic with you because it is a, a phrase that's sort of tossed around out there about the witch wound. And there are some, I think, misconceptions about what it is. I think some other ways we can look at it. And I just definitely want to bring this information to you. In a couple of weeks, we're actually going to have a special opportunity for a class on this topic. It's a self-paced class, super affordable. And keep your eyes out for that or, or keep your, your eyes on your email and for that announcement. But for now, the witch wound. So just think for a minute, like, what do you think when I say the words, the witch wound? So many people automatically, and this might not be the case for you, but automatically think about like the Salem witch trials and people being executed and burned at the stake for being witches, right? And that uh, there's people today who are ancestors of these folks. And it's this thing we carry with us. Well, that's not entirely, entirely true. So the first myth here is that many of the people who were accused in the, in historically speaking, accused of witchcraft, executed for it, um, and, or jailed or, or whatever, uh, were not witches, <laughs> as we would call people witches today, right? Like modern witchery, modern witchcraft, that they, these folks were not doing that by, by and large, like not everybody, but by and large. These folks may have been women in particular who were unmarried, who maybe uh, could not get pregnant, who perhaps child after child after child, um, you know, was not as expected or typical for the time, uh, something like that. 
could be women with money who are single, could be healers, could be um, people who didn't go to church, like all sorts of different folks who are often just pinned for being different, right? So where does this wound part come in and what does it have to do with this witch idea? Well, these folks were different. <laughs> they were different and largely women. So being afraid to speak up, being afraid to be different, being afraid to go against the grain, do something different, being afraid to speak your peace, speak your mind, speak out against authority, all of that comes generationally through women in particular, uh, through time, all time, all ages, from mother to daughter to mother to daughter, and on and on and on through women, right? Where we are afraid to speak up, we're afraid to speak out, we're afraid to be different or not do the thing that others told us to do. Now we know in 2022, if you are under the age of, I don't know, maybe 40, I think that times have shifted a bit where this might not be as impactful, but I think it's certainly still present depending on where you live in the world, where you live in the United States. I live in a more, uh, I, I guess we'd say a liberal area where being a woman who speaks their truth and is powerful, I think is less uh, different than in other parts of the country. But there are certainly still areas where women might be afraid to speak up. Now let's bring this back to this idea of the witch wound and what a wound is. So these people who were teachers, these women who were healers, these women who were maybe wise women of the community, who didn't just do whatever was told of them, who may perhaps questioned authority, who did things in a different way, were disempowered, they were invalidated, they were not trusted and condemned often as a witch for being who they were. And this has taught us over time not to be who we are, or we might be condemned, we might be invalidated, we might be disempowered simply for speaking up, simply for speaking up. Those times when you feel most like you're on top of the world, like at your height of joy and you can do anything, have you ever been in a, an emotional space like that and then had somebody just rip that right out from underneath you? That's sort of when we would see the witch wound come into play, where it's like, I just shared this thing I was really excited about, and then somebody humiliated me, or somebody told me it wasn't right, or I shouldn't do that, I shouldn't focus on that, I can't do this, and then we go inward and we shut down. So the witch wound has less to do with actual witchcraft and more to do with this demonizing of women who were different, who spoke out, and then were historically, way, way, way back, hundreds of years ago, associated with the word witch and how we've carried that even into today. So healing the witch wound is about reclaiming who you are. It's about healing our generational wounding. So understanding how your mother was wounded and her mother was wounded and her mother was wounded and as far back as you can go in healing those stories by acknowledging them for what they are just as stories. Some other examples of this are our relationship to school, to society, to sisters, to other women, to mothers. These are all other forms of the witch wound. So we hear the word the witch wound. We can also have the sister wound, the societal wound, the school wound. Uh, there's the father wound. Uh, and this is where in the sister wound with other female relationships, 
and this is where we have these experiences of putting each other down, disempowering each other, knocking each other off of a pedestal. We can see this with mothers who are maybe jealous of their daughters, right? Or uh, don't care for their daughters or don't want to have the hard conversations and neglect like really embracing who their daughters are and moving them forward. We can see this at school where maybe a kid is really different and wants to speak up or speak outside the box. But, you know, at school, you, you have to sit down, you got to turn forward, you can't doodle, you know, whatever that looks like. And so as you move through life, you have to sit down, look forward, you can't doodle, there's something wrong with you if you do these things. So we bring these, we, we are wounded by these experiences that we have. So it's more than just the witch wound. But no matter how this plays out or what words you put on the wound, the witch wound, the school wound, the mother wound, the societal wound, the sister wound, whatever words you put on it, really there's air quotes here, the, the sort of being burned alive for being who you are, being burned alive, so to speak, in air quotes for living your truth, being the most you version of you, and then having somebody throw water on that flame. That is the experience of these wounds. Think about what life would look like if you had the foundation to do the shadow work, understand where you're holding yourself back, and the confidence to bring some everyday magic elements into your life, follow your intuition, and know exactly the steps forward for you. Well, that's what we teach you and more in our Holistic Witchery program. Be sure to get on the wait list for Holistic Witchery. It's the one class we think everybody should take here at the Sisters Enchanted. It has changed so many lives and is at the core of all of our fundamental beliefs about who we are and how we propel ourselves forward in a way that makes great change for ourselves and those around us. Check out holisticwitchery.com, get on the wait list, and we can't wait to welcome you into class just as soon as enrollment opens. So how do we how do we heal them, right? How do we heal them? That's an ongoing process. We can do it through shadow work, energy work. We can do it just by declaring right now, today I will be myself. And it does not matter who tries to throw water on my flame. I am me and that is that. But this runs deep. We can see even back to most recently as like the 1950s and earlier about women and hysteria being institutionalized or being put in an insane asylum for uh, what really it was just hormonal imbalances, having hysterectomies. So you have that root word of hysteria and hysterectomy together, being forced to have a hysterectomy in order to like regulate this this uh, hysteria that doctors uh, thought women were having because it was very uncomfortable when a woman was weeping or a woman was lashing out angry or a woman wanted more than what she had in a relationship, right? So they must be hysterical and they must have a hysterectomy. So while we don't have witches being burned in the last like hundred years in our society, we certainly do have women experiencing the witch wound in a different way. We have kids experiencing the school wound in a different way. We ourselves, if you're a mother listening to this, are, are living the mother wound in some way. <laughs> if you have female relationships, the sister wound is there in existence. It's in our collective consciousness, all of this. So when we talk about the witch wound again, it's not so much this, it's a myth that it's about you having you know, direct female lineage people who were burned for being witches. It's more this collective experience of what it meant 
to be a woman who is different. And even if somebody in your life or somebody in your direct lineage was not one of those women, they witnessed this and they knew they better stand in line and, and you know, do the things that they were told to do so as not to become those people. And healing this witch wound is a big, it's a big ask because our whole world is built around the idea that there is a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things, that there's an acceptable way and an unacceptable way. There's a status quo, there's a societal standard and taking that down and living differently, it's uncomfortable, it's not easy and it's certainly not done overnight. But you can start healing your witch wound today simply by seeing how it plays out in your life. Where are you afraid of quote unquote being burned alive for living your truth? Where are you taming your light because you're afraid to let it shine or because somebody has told you it's too bright, it's too hot. You shouldn't do that. You need to be quiet. You need to sit more. You don't know how to do that, so you shouldn't try. Where is that showing up for you? And start acknowledging it. Once you start to acknowledge it, you can start to move past it. And that's how we slowly chip away at these wounds, whether it's the witch wound, the mother wound, the sister wound, the societal wound, whatever wound it is, we slowly begin to chip away at them by simply acknowledging them. But this holds women in particular back from making more money, from living more joyfully, from taking time for themselves, choosing themselves over other people, saying no to obligations, wearing the outfit that you're afraid people will look at you weird because you're a certain age wearing a certain outfit. It really holds us back and takes our brain power considering what are the ramifications of the thing I'm about to say? What are the ramifications of the outfit I'm about to wear? What's this person going to think about it? All of the brain power we spend on those thoughts could be spent on creative energy that makes really cool things for the whole world or really serving our families or our communities. So this witch wound is something that the more conscious we are of it, the more aware we are of how it's impacting us, we can really begin to make a change and not just make a change for ourselves, but be the example for other people as well. All right, short episode for you today on the witch wound. Like I said, it's more than just about witches burned or executed or jailed. That is part of it, certainly, but it's also just women living differently and what that looked like. And like I said, very close history, just people not understanding basic women's health, hormones, and what that looks like. You know, and of course, if you have people who are afraid to speak up to their doctors and say, I think I'd like to try this supplement or this plant or this herb I heard about, and you have a doctor who's really like, you know, no, take this medication, take this, do this, get this surgery. That is hard to stand in your own two feet if you feel like they have so much authority over you. And that's just an example of most recent years, all the way back to actually women being, uh, you know, condemned for witchcraft when they were likely no different than anybody else in the community other than they were different than the other women. <laughs> so the witch wound, think about how this plays out in your life, how you see it. Is this the first time you've heard about it? Let us know in the comments wherever you're watching this or listening to this. If there's no comments, head to our app group and share with us over there. We'd love to hear about it or shoot us an email. I want to know, is this the first you've heard of this? Have you ever thought about the other wounds? Have you heard of the witch wound, but maybe not thought about the school wound or the sister wound, the mother wound or the societal wound? Let us know. It's a hot topic. It's a hot topic. I think a misunderstood topic, an important topic for sure. And I'm looking forward to carrying on this conversation in uh, 
later days too, because it's life-changing once you see these wounds you're carrying and how they're being held generationally and in the collective consciousness of all of us as well. All right, y'all, make sure you check out our uh, podcast that comes out on Friday. That's our astrology forecast with Anna and Sarah Milne here of the Sisters Enchanted and anything else we have going on all around the internet. Until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday and astro forecasts for the week ahead every Friday. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters enchanted.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.